Today we're talking about why the INFJ struggles with addictive behavior and how to overcome it. So addictive behavior is not necessarily having an addiction to drugs or to alcohol. Addictive behavior can still be something that holds you back in anything you want to achieve in life. And let's be honest, the INFJ has a tendency towards addictive behavior. The reason for this is just the way we're set up. We're all about images, we're all about visions, and we're all about feeling an emotion even if nothing has happened yet. You know, we're able to create an emotional atmosphere that not only others feel, but that we feel ourselves. And this is the thing that can be the most dangerous of it all. Because certain behavior and certain thought processes trigger something in us that gives us a good feeling. It gives us a high. And we get this high, although we're not actually going towards something that makes us feel in the long term. We're going to talk about today what is actually happening with an INFJ when they're going through this process. How once you know what's actually going on, you can take charge of it and use it to your advantage. And why leaning towards addictive behavior doesn't have to be a bad thing at all. Before we get started, remember if you haven't done this so far to download the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ epic life and sign up to get notified when our INFJ epic life audio course goes live. All the information you find in the links in the description. So what are some typical things that INFJs get addicted to? Yes, there are certain things that are common in society, not just with INFJs. It might be food addiction. It might be addiction to television. It might be addiction to just staying in one place and not doing anything particular. But the most common addictive behaviors that INFJs struggle with are actually thought processes. It's INFJs doubting themselves. It's INFJs being obsessed with people that we have no future with. It's us staying in a place that doesn't allow us to take action in the real world. Why is that? Well, because the way our mind works, these things already give us a high. They make us feel good without us actually doing something about it. And it's really easy for us to get addicted to it. Our biggest strengths can be our biggest hurdles. We have to be aware of that. We as INFJs are very impressionable people. And impressionable sounds rather negative, I know that, but please look at it from a non-judgmental perspective. Impressionable means that if you put yourself into a situation, you can allow the environment to influence you. That does not mean that you will get influenced by everybody, but it means that if you allow it, yes, you can absorb everything. That's why I'm always saying, watch motivational videos with a lot of music and there's impact and songs because this kind of emotional atmosphere will have an effect on you. That's why so many INFJs, when they meet somebody new, they can fall in love with what that person listens to, what their taste is, what their worldview is like because we can actually tap into that. We allow ourselves to go into these worlds and that in itself gives us a high. So what do we continue to do? We go deeper and deeper and deeper because that's the easiest way for us. That's why so many INFJs talk about having had a reality break, being in our mind for way too long, not engaging with the real world because this is the easiest way for us to get a mental high. We emerge ourselves in other people's worldviews and guess what? They're very often not the healthiest for us, not because 
you know, there's something wrong with them. It's just that the way our mind works is by default different than how other people's minds work. And if we go too deep into that, guess what? It's not healthy. It doesn't feel good. It is actually something that can throw us off course like nothing else because we start taking on other people's judgments and like what they don't like about who we really are. And just because people are different, they're not supposed to like absolutely everything about us, but we are supposed to like everything about us, right? It's not about that you cannot understand that you have some weaknesses and some sides that are not positive, that's okay. But so often we can't even appreciate those things that make us unique and that make us special and that really are the things that will pull ourselves forward. So what does that all mean? Okay, so we as INFJs tend to have addictive behavior, yes. Most of the time these addictive behaviors have something to do with what is triggered in our mind before we actually take action, before we go towards something. And most of the time, and this is I think the most interesting part, this feeling gets bigger and bigger if we don't get what we want. Let me explain this. So if you have an obsession with another person, for example, and that person doesn't reciprocate, what happens? You start dreaming more. You start thinking about, oh, I need to understand them better. And it continuously goes on in that direction. What happens in your mind? The anticipation grows, the intensity grows, the endorphins grow. And of course you get addicted to this. You get addicted into falling into that world. And that world can either be, as I mentioned, okay, it's about another person. But another thing that also gets us this high is a feeling of, okay, I'm in this big black hole. I'm in this dark world, um, you know, where intensity is so high that it just makes us feel alive. Because guess what? Yeah, we want to live a happy life. We want everything to be bright and to look as if the sun is shining all day, every day. But we also want to feel alive. And sometimes, and this is actually most often the case, we feel more alive when we feel pain, when we feel intensity and a romance and, you know, this Romeo and Juliet um, you know, way of life. I mean, think about it. If you think back to this uh, movies from the nineties, the whole atmosphere of that movie that represents so much what an INFJ can go through that anxiety, that excitement, all of it. I was so able to identify with this. And this really struck a core with me when I was younger, because we as INFJs go towards these thoughts that are full of passion and intensity even though they might not make us feel good because they make us feel alive. And it's better to feel alive than to feel bored, right? That's at least how our mind sees it. So what do we do with that information? Okay, it's been cleared. Yes, we probably even go towards things that are not really able to happen in real world. I mean, we've talked about it very often that INFJs tend to have some kind of obsession or crush with somebody who doesn't really fit into their life. It's more like, okay, that's a person that could help me escape from my life, but it's not really working out. You know, this is something I read all the time. I know I was this way. and. The other thing that I continuously see is really INFJs looking at their life from the perspective of things are not working out. I'm feeling depressed because there are so many things in my life that are just sad, right? Instead of saying, okay, let me look at things from a positive perspective. Let me look at things in a way of, okay, that's already working out. How can I improve that? 
And we have to be aware of that. We have to be aware that our default state will always go into the other direction because that's the one that will give us the quick fix that will make our mind feel good in that instant, but it doesn't lead to long-term happiness. We always feel like something is missing. So the two things that we have to still answer are first off, how can we benefit from the fact that we do have this tendency for addictive behavior? And second of all, how are we going to turn this around? How are we going to stop struggling from it? Well, it's actually a combination. And if you think about it, it will become very logical. So what do we do? We have to set goals that will not easily lead us to have an instant kick because in these cases, we are much more likely to take steps that will give us a little bit more endorphins, right? If you know, okay, I'm getting a little hit here and I need to put more action into it in order to get another hit, what are you most likely to do? You're going to take another step. Before it was, I stay in my mind, I actually create more and more distance to the real world, and that continuously gives me a high, but I recognize how I have less and less energy this way, how I feel lethargic, how I feel like my life is not moving forward. So if I understand that this is not the way to go, I, by default, have to go the other direction. And that other direction, guess what, is boring. It is. There is no way around it. If you decide to go about life that is at peace, that is full of tranquility, that is full of safety, you're not going to have this excitement, right? So in order to actually feel excitement, you have to do things that are out of the ordinary. You have to step out of the box because living a life that is only based on feeling safe, feeling at home, feeling like things are just, you know, calm and content are never going to satisfy us enough. So this is where your tendency for addictive behavior can be of your benefit. Because if you decide I'm going to go that direction, this tendency will be the reason why you're going to continue forward, why you're going to take steps that are out of the norm, why you decide, okay, I'm going to not be satisfied with what's going on because still I want those endorphins. I want to feel good. I want to create something. And yes, it might take more to get there, but that's why these feelings will last longer because they will be connected to actual progress. You will see your life moving forward and you will see it moving forward in a way that is in alignment with who you want to be. And that approach will feel so much better than anything you could imagine if you think back of all the times when you felt like you were in this Romeo and Juliet, you know, world where it was all about just this dark mood and this intensity and this passion because it isn't real. So how do you do that? Okay. Theoretically, it makes sense. You may say, okay, I need to go and do things that are more pragmatic. I need to do things that seem boring at first, but I do this knowing that if I push myself towards that direction, I'm way more willing to actually take steps to not just be about like doing the bare minimum, but to push myself into doing extraordinary things. You know, I always say we as INFJs, we don't have to do all the things we have to do the right things. We're not people who have an extreme amount or infinite, 
you know, extroverted sensing, like I always call it physical energy, but the physical energy that we do have, we're going to use it to push forward. We're going to go for the next bigger job. We're going to go on that adventure. We're going to share our thoughts that are a little bit more out there, right? We're going to go for that intensity and it will take more than just thinking about it for us to actually create endorphins. And that's what your addictive behavior will be a benefit for. But how do we make that switch? How do we change that? Because if you're in that first world where your thoughts are constantly based on, no, I need to think about that person or I need to think about my self pity or how sad certain things are, how do you make that shift? That's something where I have found a very particular approach works the best. And that works particularly well for INFJs. And that's the whole scenario of if you say, don't think about the pink elephant, guess what? You're going to think about the pink elephant. What you need to do is think about the yellow rabbit. What do I mean by this? You cannot tell yourself, oh, I need to stop obsessing over this person. I need to stop having self pity for myself. This will not work because until you build up something new that makes you feel better, you will automatically go back to those thoughts that gave you the high in the first place. So what I always say and what my experience is, I have actually worked through this. I have, you know, practiced this many times on myself with various scenarios. I've worked with this with my clients. We talk about this in bootcamp is that you say, I'm not going to judge myself for self pity for obsessing about another person or whatever, like those negative thoughts are that could be, you know, characterized as addictive behavior. What I am going to do though, is I'm going to start building up a new addictive behavior. Remember, it's not about saying, don't think about the pink elephant, think actively about the yellow rabbit. And that's what we need to do. And that's what the INFJ can really succeed in. So you start building up a life plan. You say, okay, I'm going to take inventory of where my life is. And I'm talking about where your life is in reality, not what you think it could become, what all your potentials are, but what are the things that are externally observable? Things that you would have to face if you knew, okay, my thoughts aren't going to get me anywhere. And then you start improving upon those and you start building your life actively. And in the beginning, it will feel boring. It will feel like, okay, what am I doing this for? But before you know it, you will recognize that there is a new addiction that is being built up. And that addiction is actually healthy. And this addiction will help you not only to improve your life in the areas that are important to you, you know how I always call it the INFJ epic life, but more so they will help you to pull away from those old addictive behaviors that weren't making you feel any better at all. They were just a quick fix and they weren't helping you to improve anything long-term. Remember, if you want some more insights, some more guidance, what steps to take, then first off, look at the poster, you know, that you can download the five players to an INFJ epic life. And of course, the next step would be to get the INFJ epic life audio course. So sign up to get notified when it goes live, we will have bonuses. You will get access to an early bird code. All of those informations you find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video, why the INFJ can't be happy with a normal life.